Welcome back to Slow County Public Policy and the Law. This is your host, Stu Jenkins, and I'm here talking with Saro Rizzo, who's a fine attorney here in San Luis Obispo. And he has uh, experience with homeowners associations, not only as a lawyer, but also as a member of a board of a homeowners association. And we've been talking about the uh, Sterling Davis Act, which uh, regulates homeowners associations. Well, Saro... Um, you know, when people are buying into a property with a homeowners association, what should they look for before they get into it? Uh, that's a very good question, Stu. I think uh, you should first be aware of the, um, the, the conditions of the property, how old it is. Uh, a lot of times you'll be purchasing into a brand new uh development governed by an HOA and that gives you some assurances regarding the 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 quality of the construction the fitness the warranties you know you're buying something brand new there are going to be mm-hmm. um, certain safeguards doing that the problem I see arises when you have a person purchasing perhaps a condo uh, in a you know that might be 30 40 years old subject to uh, an HOA and then uh, you have a, you know, you find you're in there, and then you get a letter from the OHOA saying there's going to be a special assessment, you know, in the tens of thousands of dollars for say, you know, to do redo the, the sewer system or redo the roofs and and things like that. Well, let's let's talk about that and the way that comes about because um, if you've got a HOA, there's the uh, conditions, covenants, and regulations or restrictions, mm-hmm. the CCNRs, and the covenants, I guess, is the important part there because there's a covenant that if the board of the HOA or uh, or the majority of the members decide that uh, it's time to put in a new sewer system for the uh, development, that everybody's going to be assessed for the cost of that and, and that they all promise to pay. Yeah, the um, well, maybe I should back up. Yeah, every board has to have uh, what they call reserves. Okay. A lot of this is, and it's mm-hmm. always good to have a an accountant or something, someone, uh, or s- with uh, knowledge of, of financing or basic accounting uh, on the HOA and the board of directors, mm-hmm. um, because part of the monthly assessment that you're made, that money is not all put into the you know the monthly operations. Uh, some of that money is set aside to go to reserves to pay for these, you know, once every 10-year, once every 20-year expenditures. Uh, you need to operate with a budget just like any other right. business would do. Okay. Or, and uh, and you set the money away for, you know, future expenditures. It might be road paving that only has to be done, you know, every 10 years. But mm-hmm. every year you might have to do a, a seal, that type of thing. But if there's a flood that comes through and it erodes out part of one of the roads suddenly and, and that all has to be replaced, there might be, I, I suppose, a special assessment. Exactly. When you have a uh, an unforeseen, very costly uh, event that needs to be remedied, and uh, then the boards have the ability to make a special assessment, which is basically you figure out what the total cost is going to be to fix this problem, and it gets divided equally among the members. So... So is there any mechanism that keeps um, 
say, a, a homeowner uh, in a HOA development from selling uh, 39 and a half years uh, after the, the place is new and at 40 years, all of a sudden, all of the uh, roofing on the condominiums have to be replaced from, um, you know, being able to sell and get out from under that and then the new owner all of a sudden gets surprised? Uh, that's when I think it, it requires a little, uh, a bit of attention and savviness on the potential buyer. Mm -hmm. When you look at it, and a lot of times people say anything you buy, uh, you know. Caveat emptor. Yeah, but it, it's worth sometimes hiring a, uh, a contractor uh, mm -hmm. to look over something before you purchase it. Uh, especially in an older building, say, you know, what do you think about the roof and whatnot. If there is an HOA, uh, that will probably needs to be disclosed to you in the disclosures. I advise people or I tell people, I said, why don't you find out where the HOA is and, uh, you know, call them up or make contact with them and saying, I'm thinking about purchasing out here. Is, is there anything I need to know? Or just ask that through your real estate agent of the 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 seller's agent to, to give you these disclosures you know are there any special assessments taking place right now is there anything that you're aware of uh, in the common areas that i should be aware of uh, or can i please look at the ccnrs ahead of time and, and uh, is there a way that a buyer can find out what the reserves are uh the hoa is set aside well no most of the times that's information privy only to the members mm -hmm. you know mm -hmm. but i think that if one member uh has that information and asked uh, to, to to disclose it to a potential buyer i think uh, i'm not sure but i think that you know if the person doesn't want to give it to you you might be it might be a red flag you know, some caution before i go into here and, and if uh if somebody does purchase it and all of a sudden they get a forty thousand dollar bill uh after the purchase because they're the new owner and there's a special assessment. Do they have any res remedies? Well, then it would um, that would become an issue of disclosure, whether or not the seller was aware of it mm -hmm. beforehand, mm -hmm. that uh, there was a special assessment in place or about to take place. Um, I read uh, a while back, a couple of years ago, uh, when the, what was it, 2008, 2009, when the, we had all the problems um, with the property, you know, coming down because of the the um, the mortgage people oh, were foreclosing. The, the yeah, the, mortgage collapse. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And uh, there were HOAs in uh, condominium complexes in Florida where the bank didn't want to repossess, even though the person hadn't been paying maybe their their monthly mortgage payment for a couple of years, because the bank was afraid that if we took over the eighty thousand dollar condominium then would be on the hook for making these assessments. And then the issues there were uh, these bill balcon uh, balconies and terraces and these- Oh yeah, that were falling off. Off of falling mm -hmm. off. And then mm -hmm. now you're certain looking at an assessment of $100,000 on a condominium that's only worth $80,000. Uh, those are the those are the ones you gotta stay away with, you know. Yeah. Uh, be really aware because you think you're making a deal, but you're buying into a bigger problem. Well, folks, you're listening to Saro Rizzo. He's a lawyer here in town with a lot of experience with HOAs. Um, and, Saro, are there other other issues with HOAs that you've come across 
that you think you people uh, need to know about before they buy into a property that's subject to an HOA? Uh, many times the HOA will have a, a, a management company taking care of them. Uh, they'll, for a fee, they'll sit there and uh, run the day-to-day operations, uh, uh, pay the bills and things like that. The bigger the HOA, sometimes the better it is because there's more money in there uh, to run it. They'll have the money to pay a, a management company to come in. Things tend to run fairly smooth. Uh, many times they'll have web pages. Uh, you can access all the documents and find out what's going on, the monthly meetings. Uh, uh, but it's just a matter of be aware that when you're buying into one, uh, like we said earlier, there's this extra layer of authority and control, and uh, and you're going to be subject to those rules and regulations. And um, and asking questions. I mean, you'll find good, well-managed ones and ones that aren't so well-managed. A lot of times you'll have um, little fiefdoms because no one participates in it. So you'll have maybe the president and the vice president of the board is the same people for the last 20, 30 years. And then they kind of think themselves as a monarchy and in the sense that they're used to running it their way and it, that might not always be... Uh, in it, it feels more dictatorial in that way. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. yeah. So... Well, there's a remedy there, which is uh, somebody can campaign for the board if they want to. No, exactly. I tell people, be involved. Be involved, and, yeah. And there's never uh, a surplus of people trying to volunteer get, you know, and, and do mm-hmm. it. And mm-hmm. I think it just gets back, in a way, maybe to any uh, a small community. You know, it works better when the more people are involved and the more information flows around. Uh, uh, like I said, it takes uh, the more involvement, the less likely you are you going to have problems. Or if there's a problem, the more likely you're going to be involved in um, finding a solution. Yes. And, and of course, it's like any other um, relationship. If you know your neighbors and you start to you have good relations with them, uh, you can actually affect what happens on the board. Well, folks, we're coming up on a hard break. We're talking to Saro Rizzo about Homeowners Association. Stay tuned to Slow County Public Policy and the Law right after these ads. <laughs> 